soos wat goed in ons levens gebeur, reageer ons. Maar die wonderlijke ding is, we can choose how we react to change in our lives. Let us just speak about the obvious thing this morning. Moritz is not here, and I am. There's such a big change in our church, just because of leadership that changed. So what now? Where are we going to go with this? And we've never spoken about that since Moritz has left. So this morning, I want to try and just encourage everybody. And I want you to discover my heart this morning. For those of you who spent time with me, you know me, and you know how I feel, and you know how I think, and, and all of that. But I really felt that God was saying that we should talk about this this morning. If you are part of this congregation, you know that it's been a long process where God has called Moritz and Estelle into ministry, into missions, in Zim. They are in Zim at the moment. They have arrived in Bulawayo. They are safe. And that they had to be obedient to God because of their love for him. And God sent them there because he wanted to use them to reach people that he loves. So they were obedient instruments in God's hand to draw people to God's heart. They said yes, even though they didn't know where it was taking them. Even they didn't know where the next cheese was going to come from. They were obedient because they heard God's call, because they knew God's heart for them, and that made the difference in their lives. So they left. I have said this many times before, and I will say it again. I'm really so thankful that God sent them here, that he used them as instruments to put a solid foundation in this church after what happened almost 10 years ago. God sent them, and he used Moritz to put down a foundation of integrity, a foundation of caring for people, loving people. And I will always thank God for what they've done, and I will always honor them for the way they allowed God to use them. After many, many prayers and fasting, I was appointed in Moritz's place. Those that spend time with me know my journey. You know my story with all of this. But the question is, what now? Are we going to move forward? What's going to happen? You see, the Bible says that God shares his secret with those that who seek him. Let's read Amos. Amos 3 verse 7 says, Truly the Lord God will do nothing he has mentioned without revealing his purposes to his servants. The prophets. So firstly, we need to hear from God. Firstly, there were a few sniffs in here that, that saw what was coming, that knew that, knew that, that change was going to happen. So many people prayed about this. And God warns us many times in our lives. He warns us beforehand. He equips us. He gives us hope. He gives us energy strength to go through what we need to go through. But the thing is, when this church started many years ago, God had a plan for this church. He had a vision for this church. He knew why West Coast Vineyard must exist, because we've got a specific identity and a specific calling 
as part of the West Coast. And that hasn't changed. God hasn't changed. He still knows exactly what he wants to do with us, where he wants to take us. We're still on that journey towards the goal and the purpose that God has for us. That hasn't changed at all. The dream that he had when he started this congregation many years ago, he still has that. Yes, Maritz and I have got different personalities, if you haven't noticed. We do things a little bit different. And yes, I am a woman. Surprise, surprise. But you know what? We are still moving in the same direction with the same goals. At one stage, God spoke to me through a dream, and he gave me a dream where Moritz was driving one of these four-by-four buckies, hierdie groot goeders, wat Atti amper het, of wees het wat nog soke goed het, erloe. And he was driving on, on, on the beach. And I saw myself in this dream that God gave me with my car, the Opel, following him on this beach. But I knew that the destination was there, and we were both going towards the same destination. But then Moritz could easily drive on the beach. And I sort of struggled with my car. And in the dream, I felt God saying to me, don't try and be Moritz. I gave him a specific ministry. This is not where your car should go on the beach. There's a road right next to the beach. I want you to take the road. Because you've got a car, you don't have a pickup or a bucky or whatever we call it. But we're still going in the same direction. Maybe a little bit different, but in the same direction. So I cannot, and I, I will not try to be Moritz or someone else. My responsibility here is to hear God and to be obedient to him. And believe me, I know the seriousness of this responsibility. Because I will stand before God one day. It's not easy leading a church. I'm directly responsible before God for what I do, what I say, what my attitude is, and how I treat you. Because you are his beloved. But I'm just a person. I'm going to make mistakes. I'm also in the learning process. But God has given me certain abilities that he wants to use now and here in this congregation. Things that he taught me, that he's put in me, not because I'm great, but because this is the next season and we're building on that wonderful foundation that Moritz has set here. And the walls don't look the same as the foundation. You use different materials for walls than what you use for the foundation and the guys that know building can tell us much more about that. So what God has taught me through the years and deposited in my life is what he wants to use now. But, and this is more important, what he has deposited in your life and what he has taught you through the years is what he needs now. So it's not about me. It's not a one-man band. All of us putting all of our abilities together all the things that we've learned through these years, all the things that God has established in our lives, taught us, if we put all of that together, we will reach the goal that God has for us. 
Let's just read 1 Peter 2 verse 9 to 10. But you are God's chosen and special people. You are a group of royal priests and a holy nation. God has brought you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Now you must tell all the wonderful things that he has done. Once you were a nobody. Now you are God's people. At one time, no one had pity on you. Now God has treated you with kindness. So the Bible says we are priests. And in the Old Testament, the priests took responsibility for the church. So we need to take responsibility for the church. We are a body of Christ. And the eye or the arm or the foot can't decide this is where the body is going to go. The arm by itself cannot move the body. We need to work together to reach the goal that God has for us. I cannot do it on my own. We're a team. I'm just one of the instruments that he wants to use now. Because like in a body, everyone has got their own place where they fit. So if we compare that to a ship, in a ship you've got the captain. So let's say the priest is like the captain. But there's also a crew and there's also passengers. And what does the passengers do on a ship? They want to be served. They want to have a royal time. They want to enjoy their lives. Enjoy the ride, and then they quickly complain when something is not according to, to their taste. See where I'm going. So according to 1 Peter 2, we are captains. If we are in Christ, we are priests, and we are captains, and we're there to serve. You see, the passengers sit back and moan, and the crew and the captain serves them. So who am I? Who are you? Are you part of the crew or just a passenger? If we find ourselves just sitting here, wanting to be entertained, we're part of the passengers. I don't believe at all that a church should be a place of entertainment. This is not a club. This is not where we entertain people. This is where we encourage one another, where we serve one another. With a psalm, we've got so many... Times, these last weeks where people came with testimonies. That's what God is all about. He's changing lives. He's healing us. He's putting us together. He's, ach man, kom ons draak net weer opgewonde oor God en die voorrecht om deel te kan wees van sy familie. Die voorrecht om net iets vir hom te kan doen. Because that's the main thing. We're not doing it for one another. Of course, we're serving one another. But whatever we do here, whether El Yada and they are so faithful, I want to honor you this morning for being so faithful with our, with our tea and coffee. Whether you do that, whether you preach, whether you dust the thing, whether you the amazing people at the desk at the back, whatever we do, we are doing it for God. Our mandate, and I looked up the word mandate, it's an official order or commission from God is to follow in Jesus' footsteps and to do the work of a captain who serves. That's one of the ways 
to really find fulfillment in church. Why? For people who visit me at my home knows, if they just ask, what can I do? Then they're doing something. Even if it's just to open a cupboard and give me a cup. I do that purposefully. Because once they've opened my cupboard, they feel at home. So if we are all involved, if we do our little bit, what does it mean? We belong. We're part of a family. We're a team. So my encouragement is that each one of us will find the place where we fit in. And you know I'm busy visiting the congregation and connecting with people. And you know, I ask you, what do you enjoy doing? Where do you want to be involved? And there's no pressure on you because it's a hot attitude. It's no use doing something because I have to. It's because we want to. This body needs to function the way God intended it and go where he wants us to go so that we can reach people, people that he loves dearly, people that needs to know that he paid the price for their sin, that they can become part of a body. If we stand together, if we pray together, if we work together, we will grow together not only as a church, but in your personal life as well. So the video is not just for church. The video is to remind us, give us tools for change that happens in our lives. There are seasons in our lives. I had to adapt to a lot of changes that happened in my life in January. I moved house, my mom moved in with me, started a new job, etc., etc. It is truly a season of change. But only if we embrace change, if we know it's going to be part of life here on earth, because it makes us stronger, it helps us to grow, it helps us to become more like Jesus, because sometimes we do need to leave our comfort zone behind. In seasons of change are the times that we grow faster, that we really learn to trust God and discover part of his heart that we maybe didn't know before. And there's always more. If you and I think, okay, now we, we've, we've got it. Uh-uh. There's always more. More of God's heart, more of God's favor, more of God's love, more provision, more protection, more filling the gap. There's always more. So change is part of our journey. And Herman explained to us very well last week how it prevents corrosion in our lives. How do you and I choose to, to handle change? My vision for this church is that we will connect, really connect. Not look at what the other one do, but discover each other's hearts. That we will grow together, become strong. That we will serve each other. Each have a part to play to make this body work and function and be healthy and, and fit and then go as a body. Even if it's two people going out, it's the body sending them to reach the world. That's our mandate. And through this, this morning, I really felt that God said, I must, I must share my heart with you guys. We're not starting a new thing. We're not throwing away what happened in the past. We're building on that. 
But now we're going to use bricks and cement. Not just badhuele ni fundasies, clip and cement and stall and whatever. Maybe it's going to look a little bit different. But we're still building the building. We're still busy with the same thing. And this is hopefully an encouragement this morning. That each one will desire to fit in and to work together and to get to know each other so that we can function as a family.